Welcome to the St. Barnabas Anglican Church Podcast. We share sermons, teachings, and messages from St. Barnabas Anglican Church in Fort Worth, Texas. I'm Father Andrew, the senior pastor at the church, and I'm glad you're listening today. You're always invited to worship in person on Sunday mornings at 8 and 10 a.m. and on Wednesday nights at 6.30 p.m. You can also visit us online at stbarnabas.us. That's S-T-B-A-R-N-A-B-A-S dot U-S. And now, enjoy the podcast. This morning, the lectionary brings us to probably one of the most important chapters anywhere in the New Testament. And if you're talking about discipleship, it is the most important chapter in the New Testament. In the 10th chapter of Matthew, Jesus gives his disciples the lessons they will need that will help them do the work that he's called them to do in the world. And of course, then he sends them out. And he sends them out with this message today, and it's a powerful message that's never changed. And it's the same message that we've all been asked to carry into the world as well. And the truth of the matter is, you could spend a month of Sundays in this chapter talking about it. But for two weeks, you're going to get to know some of it. And there's one thing that you will certainly take away from it. And that is, there is always a price to pay for voicing your beliefs. There's always a price to pay for that. That price will likely include persecution. Separation from friends and loved ones, maybe even physical harm. One thing that is certain, though, it will always, it will always bring about division in our lives. Jesus doesn't offer us a pain-free discipleship journey. Listen to Jesus' words today in verses 32 and 33 of this very powerful passage. Everyone who acknowledges me publicly here on earth, I will also acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But everyone who denies me here on earth, I will also deny before my Father in heaven. Strong words. A Russian Orthodox priest by the name of Boris was welcomed into heaven by St. Peter. And he began showing Boris around. Peter said, Boris, you can go anywhere in heaven with one exception. You can't go on the pink clouds. Why not, Boris asked. Well, Peter said, because the pink clouds are reserved for people who have done something really great. But I have done something great, Boris said. I made a speech at the Kremlin against Russian officials. Then I urged the people to revolt and to follow Jesus. Peter asked, oh, really? When did you do that? He goes, about two minutes ago. (laughs) Think about it for a second. (laughs) It's it's not a joke joke. (laughs) The truth of the matter is, my friends, there's always a price to pay when you stand up for the gospel. And Jesus knew exactly how costly that price would be both for himself, 
for the men he was sending out and for each of us who are sitting here today. And he wanted us to fully understand that. Sad truth is some churches and so-called disciples have watered down the gospel message by focusing only on a gentle, loving Jesus. They tend to forget the revolutionary Jesus who said he came to bring a sword and that he would divide family and friends against one another. Many sadly tend to look for a politically correct Messiah. And in doing so, they tend to create a modern Jesus who fits an image for their lifestyle. I remember one time years ago seeing a bumper sticker on a car and said, Jesus for president. And I thought, well, ideally, Jesus would be the best man for the job. But in reality, a very unlikely candidate. Because by today's standards, he would have made a very poor politician. And he wasn't a good politician in the first century either. Politicians and false disciples say things that people want to hear. Jesus, however, often said the things that upset people. Things that made them take an honest examination of the most important issues in this world and in their lives. Politicians and false disciples try to win favor by making promises that often twist the truth and rally people around their agendas and their self-interest. But Jesus tried to win souls by telling them the truth and by promising people a selfless, difficult path that would lead to eternal joy and happiness. I think one of the most effective advertisements that's ever been written appeared in a London newspaper years ago about the turn of the 20th century, and this is how it read. Mid wanted for hazardous journey, small wages, bitter cold, long months in total darkness, constant danger, safe return, doubtful. Hmm. Sir Ernest Shackleton, explorer of the South Pole, wrote that ad, and the response to the ad was amazing. Shackleton said it seemed as though if every man in Great Britain was determined to accompany him on his great journey. Jesus, however, could have made the very same or similar kind of ad when looking for true disciples, looking for trouble-seeking good learners, must not be afraid of heights, must be willing to get up on rooftops, good potential for physical harm, must not have attachments to any relatives or friends, total commitment required. Volunteer position, no compensation. Makes you want to run right out and sign up, doesn't it? Well, if you call yourself a true disciple and you're sitting here today, you already have signed up. Jesus, my friends, didn't send the disciples out as sheep among wolves purposely looking for trouble. But he knew that if they went out with the message that he was sending into the world, they would find it or it would find them. And so will we. St. Paul, teaching young Timothy, said these words to him. The third chapter of 2 Timothy. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Not may be persecuted. Not could be persecuted, but will be persecuted. 
And the truth is, we've all heard the phrase, don't burn your bridges. Yet we hear words attributed to Jesus that not only burn bridges, but destroy whole highways. Jesus doesn't send us out as disciples with a few matches to light some fires, but sends us out with explosive words to demolish old schools of thought and to challenge the way people and the world around us think. Instead of peaceful, complacent existences, we tend to associate with the church today. We're told to expect a combat zone with family and friends and neighbors ready to go up against us as a result of preaching the true gospel of Jesus. True disciples of Jesus are not recalled to retreat into the status quo of the society around us, but to confront the world head on with what's often a very unpopular message. I want to take a moment this morning to commend something to you. There was a documentary done about a year or so ago, and if you haven't seen it, I'd like for you to look at it. It's called American Gospel, Christ Alone. And you can see it on Netflix or on Amazon Prime. There's two versions of it. One of them's an hour and one of them's two hours. I'd commend to you to take two hours that you've been given that are gifts to us by God as every breath is to watch that. And find out about the Gospels that you'll see preached in this country today on televisions and around the world that are not what Jesus preaches. It's a good documentary. It's worthy of your time. But the truth is, friends, as true disciples, it's never easy to stand up against popular opinion. It's never easy to stand firm on the side of the Gospel truth. Yet this is what we're called to do And it's what I have to do when I walk into American Airlines or into DFW Airport every day. And you're called to do it as well. The meek might inherit the earth, but only the courageous, only the courageous can carry out the work of the gospel truth in this secular world around us. Only the courageous can destroy the highways and burn the bridges that lead unknowing souls to their eternal destruction. When Aranius was emperor of Rome in A.D. 400, the great Colosseum of Rome was often filled to capacity with spectators. Countless people came from far and near to see the great structure and to see the games. Often the games consisted of watching human beings battle with wild beasts or watching gladiators battle one another to the death The crowd took great delight in savage spectacle of human carnage, and it was full all the time. A monk by the name of Tolemius, while visiting Rome on a pilgrimage, once entered the Colosseum and was appalled by the disregard for human life that he witnessed. While at the event, Tolemius stood up and leaped into the arena amongst two gladiators and cried out, This isn't right. This must stop. But because he was interfering with their desire for bloodlust, the emperor gave the command for Tilclimachus to be run through the chest with a sword. The sight of the monk's lifeless body lying in the Colosseum kindled a flame in the hearts and consciences of those who witnessed his death. And history tells us that because of his heroic action, 
Within months, all gladiator death combat declined and soon passed from history. Why? Because one man put it all on the line and dared to speak out for what he felt was right. Friends, standing up for what is right is never and will never be an easy thing to do, but it's what we're called to do. The great Billy Graham once said, Our salvation is free, but discipleship costs everything we have. Truth is, we may never face death in a literal sense in our lives, but when we stand up for the gospel and what's right and boldly speak out in the face of others, we face other kinds of death. We face social death when we're alienated from our friends, co-workers, even maybe our family members because we don't agree and they don't agree with our gospel beliefs. We face economic death when we won't submit to certain unethical practices which are contrary to the gospel teaching of Jesus. We face the possibility of losing our jobs, the loss of revenue, by simply refusing to invest in things that ultimately bring harm to others. We face political death. And we try to change things that might cause others to give up their worldly comfort, wealth, or position. The fact is, our unity with Jesus, our unity with Jesus and the gospel divides us from the world. It divides us from the world around us. If Telemachus were alive today, he might jump into our city streets and even into the aisles of some churches this morning and cry out, this isn't right, this must stop. Being true disciples today requires us to take regular moral inventory and never forget that we need not fear that which can harm the body. In fact, Jesus says three times in this passage in six verses that we are not to fear. Our loving God, who knows when every sparrow falls and knows every hair on our heads, won't let the cruelty of persecution touch our souls. Persecution stops short of the walls of the flesh and can't reach the soul of the true disciple. Sadly, though, many tend to cater to their bodies and neglect their very souls. And dads, happy Father's Day. Right now, Christian fathers are needed more in this country than any other time in history. Fathers who don't fear viruses more than the moral decay and secular acceptance that we see around us. The truth is, the greatest danger in our lives, my friends, lies in betraying the truth. That deadly virus for which the gospel is a vaccine kills both body and soul. And Jesus made it very clear in this passage today that disloyalty to the gospel denies our soul's entry into the heavenly kingdom. As true disciples, we are sent into the world vaccinated with the gospel truth to confront this dying world in places where the gospel is eroding. All true disciples are commissioned to boldly stand up to anyone who opposes or oppresses the teaching of Jesus and the gospel message of truth. Let me leave you with this. 
Nikita Khrushchev, Premier of the Soviet Union, while once speaking before the Supreme Soviet, was severely criticizing former Premier Stalin. While he was speaking, someone in the audience sent up a note, and this is what it said. What were you doing when Stalin committed all these atrocities? Khrushchev shouted, who sent up this note? No one stirred. He said, I'll give you one minute to stand up. And 60 seconds ticked by, and no one moved. All right, then, I'll tell you what I was doing. I was doing exactly what the writer of this note was doing, absolutely nothing. I was doing nothing. I was afraid to be counted. Friends, there may come a day in your life where you're going to have to be counted. And the truth is, is it tells us in the scriptures that God tests us. And you may have a test in your life that's going to make you have to stand for Jesus and the true gospel or bow your head. Eternity depends on that. As Billy Graham said, salvation is free. But discipleship, true discipleship, costs everything we have. If you call yourself a true disciple this morning of Jesus, you stand divided. Cut off by those who will not hear Jesus' true gospel message. Divided from the world that's embarrassed by the truth of the gospel. Separated from those we love who haven't made Jesus Christ Lord of their lives. We stand divided in the world, but not of the world. So brothers and sisters, I, I encourage you to stand firm. And never forget these words, these convicting words of Jesus that we hear this morning. In chapter 10, where he says, Everyone who acknowledges me before men, I will also acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. But everyone who denies me before men, I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord because our eternal destination depends on that. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Thank you for listening to the St. Barnabas Anglican Church Podcast. May the Lord bless you and keep you this week, and we'll see you next time. This episode of the St. Barnabas Anglican Church Podcast is copyright 2020, St. Barnabas Anglican Church in Fort Worth, Texas, all rights reserved.